know it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <you. laughs> Welcome to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. How I am joined by my co-host, My Guy Monkey. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Yes, very good. Very good. Stumbling at the first hurdle. I know. Can you believe it? Like <laughs> this must be the first one. Uh, for for our listeners, they know how bad our intros are. Uh, we always. <laughs> Wait, that's that's the authentic case. That's what makes it so real. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. So before we what start, um, exactly. Who who wants it all written down and so sleek and kind of just make up that. They do this all the time. This is like our first podcast, obviously. <laughs> Hobby. Just, yeah. We're going to so. get better. Give us another three years. We'll get there. <laughs> One day, you'll, you'll join this <laughs> podcast and you'll be flawless, the intro. And then, because and it's flawless, you'll switch over. You'll just be like, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah. Yeah, I want something authentic. <laughs> yeah, I want some, of that. I want some of that terrible intros where they stumble and they don't know what they're talking about. There you go. So yeah, so we're right. so we're back um, <laughs> with another episode. Uh, so t- this week we watched uh, most probably the biggest movie of last year, well, or one of the most anticipated movies of last year. How would you hype this movie up? What would be your one thing that you'd say before you say the name of the movie? What Soul? No, it's not Soul. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Soul yet. Um, okay, so without saying the name of the movie. What yes. do I have to do? So just, just um, oh, is it the biggest, most anticipated movie of the year? Would you say it's one it of the, the um, one of the most movies that you're excited about pre well, the start of the year? What? How do you describe it? I would give it? it that it's the one movie that had an absolute release date that didn't that's, that was that was chosen eventually anyway. Um, <laughs> It, it was definitely coming out on, on one particular day. Um, some people in the UK actually got to see it on that yes. day because yeah. some cinemas were open. My cinema was closed for a long time, so I didn't get to see it. Um, then we we had the anticipation of it coming to VOD. Yes. And but America only got it. For, only for like a, a weekend or something. It was only available oh, yeah. for, for a short period as well. And we don't have HBO Max. No, because we're not American. So without, uh, what's it, uh, VPNs and American credit cards, uh, there was no way for us to see this movie. It's pretty obvious what we're talking about, though, right, by now. Um, and then eventually it came to the UK to video on demand. And yes. It's still a, still a pain for us to get hold of. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a cinema release <laughs> go and watch it um but yeah the anticipation i mean we go back to i mean the the, the um cinematic universe that this film is set in hasn't been the best um but the one movie i think you could say is decent was the prequel to this one this being the sequel so yeah this one was anticipated to you know to actually be good and then I was still ha- hearing it being trash talked already. Oh, it's rubbish. But we'll get on to that, I guess. 
Yes. How so do you um, feel about this? How do I feel? Well, it's Wonder Woman 1984 that we're talking oh, about. Okay. Should we Short should answer. we talk about Wonder Woman <laughs> first, or should we get straight into the sequel? Uh, it's up to you. I mean, we can give our brief ideas on. Yeah. So Wonder Woman was good. The only thing that you need to have taken away from Wonder Woman one is obviously Themyscira, where she grew up, because that's referred to in the new one, um, and then Steve Rogers, her first love in yeah. that movie because he comes back in this one um and by the by the end of the movie um or d- during that movie towards the end spoiler. he he talks about spoiler alert for that movie um <laughs> where he where he goes uh, something like i'll save today and you save tomorrow so i can't remember the exact saying but you know you save the world tomorrow something like that that yeah. comes back later on that's so that callback. that's a cool callback um other than that there's not a lot of things that you need to know going into this one i think i think it's pretty much self-contained you know like obviously there's a bit of law that they explain her origin a little bit more in the first one because she's zeus his daughter which they don't do in this but you know that yeah. other than that there's not a lot much more you need to bring from the first movie into the second they are pretty much standalone movies you've boxed one at world in the in the world war times and this one is 1984 so they are pretty much standalone kind of, and they don't really need to fit into their, into the Batman v Superman world and universe yet, because they're they're pre no. Batman v Superman, pre Justice League, and pre all the other, other bits that they got. So yeah, so pretty much self-contained. I think, um, should should we should we talk about it regardless and just say spoilers from now on? Because um, I don't think you could talk about the movie without spoiling something. Should we just get yeah, into it? And yeah, yeah, let's spoil, spoil it. Let's spoil the bastard. <laughs> so it's it's it starts off with like this uh, incredible but weird set piece at the start of the movie. Did you think that? Uh, um, I mean, in, in spoiler straight away. There's, there's there's all these great heroes in um, back in on her island. Whatever it is, I forget the name. Themyscira. I, I don't do names. Um, and there's all these great warrior heroes doing like an athletics contest. Yes. Um, it starts off being a bit like Quidditch or something, and then it goes on to other stuff, and then it becomes like um, like one of those uh, Olympics uh, greatest warrior move. Oh yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Sort of and then it becomes a triathlon. <laughs> swimming, um, triathlon, horse riding. Yes. And then archery horse riding. Yeah, I mean. You know, a salute to the elite who, who love the horse riding, all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's got all these great warriors doing this little contest. Obviously, they're great contest in their terms. Um, and this little girl, for no apparent reason, also taking part in the contest, and is somehow already like stronger than everyone. And that is Wonder Woman. Yes. That's and, how set it up. And and I feel like she had a slight advantage in some of the stuff because she's smaller. She's able to kind of like yes. duck her head, and you know, being a little kid, she was able to kind of squeeze through certain areas yeah. easier than a tall, grown adult yes. warrior. So she had a upper yeah. hand, even though people I would thought, say no. Yeah, she didn't. I thought about that too, but I also thought about the fact that your stamina probably goes gets oh, yeah. better when you've been training an adult. Yeah. So she would have been at a disadvantage. Like by halfway through, I think she would have struggled to keep going. She might have run out of like the, the steam she needed to um to push forward like, after all that swimming and then straight onto a horse i don't think i think she would have started to lag then as a kid yeah 
But what, so, so, so the whole point of that is to show us Themyscira again, show us the warriors and show us kind of like how she would have been brought up and to just show us a bit where she fell off the horse and she, yeah. instead of instead of kind of like being able to remount the horse because the horse just ran off, she decided to yeah. kind of improvise. I don't, I, don't, I don't see that as a problem. She just thought of a different way of getting through because the horse had gone. So she just literally yeah. took a different route. I mean, but... She, she, she stupidly looked backwards, like <laughs> constantly. God bless her. Like, why did she get? Uh, you you failed yourself by looking backwards and getting hit by a leaf. Like no one does that. You're a horse. Look where you're going. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love that bit where she like improvises. I thought that was going to be a good thing, even though I'd seen in trailers that that wasn't going to be a good thing. But I I could see her improvising and and, and she goes down this uh, slide thing. Um, to try and catch up with the horse, yeah. but then you've got two things. Two, one, one. She's like told, "No, you cheated." Like that's kind of the, the you know. Yes, the it was. Yeah. Got no, you cheated. You're not allowed to, and she cries about it. But at the same time, you don't really need to tell her that. It's simple enough. She missed one of the checkpoints. Like yeah. it's not a matter of cheated. She missed the checkpoint. And in, if the rules say you can't miss a checkpoint, then she's lost anyway. <laughs> Exactly, you could, you could have just said that to her, but I, I, I think I think it's just to kind of like say you have to do the whole race. But in those circumstances, I felt like you know, as a child, she was she had the foresight to try and try do something else to still carry on. Like I, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to like this is. I, I, we'll, we'll talk about the similarity of this movie, but it's kind of like you know, this is our um, superhero or this person who we believe in. And against anything, they'll just keep plodding on. They'll just go through and they'll do anything to get to yeah. the end. It's a, it's, she's got a lot of positive traits, and I did love yeah. the sequence. Um, and, yeah, yeah, just because she took a shortcut, that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's that. See, if, if, you're, if, you, if, you're, if you're in a car and the car runs out of petrol, you don't stop the race. You don't stop chasing the bad. You get out of the car and you find another way. Look at Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in Bad Boys. They always run with their shirts off. I mean, they wouldn't do that if they mm. if they had a car. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't have a car. You have to do something. Yeah, else. in order to get them in the shirt out of the shirt. Okay, exactly. See, I see your point. We should have put Will Smith on the sexiest man list last week. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll put so, him in this list. So the, the start was quite good though, to be fair, right? It was it was good, kind of like there was a bit bit wonky CGI here and there, but just fine. It, it was a good kind of like contest of Olympians, uh, kind of like in their in their time. And then it kind of shoots to 1984, where the rest of the movie is set. Um, and it's all kind of like it's colourful, it's bright. Um, it looks like 1984, feels like 1980, it feels like 80s again, like uh, a lot of films. A lot of programs are kind of like doing the nostalgia towards the 80s again. And this is what it felt yeah. like. It well, felt it, like it's typical 1980s as well. Some of it like, yeah, some of the over the top. Like some, some of the, the stuff. I, yeah. Some of the stuff I just think, actually, that's more 2000s. The, the sort of nature of, of business and stuff. But yeah, 80s is a good place to put it all. Yeah, but so there are no awesome. things like mobile phones. So when she was in the first... In the shopping mall, there's no mobile phone, so no one's taking pictures and recording her. And she does the thing yeah. with her um, 
the thing she's wearing on her head and she just chucks it and it smashes all the cameras. So they've kind of got around that bit. Like how can she have existed in a time and not be filmed and not be on the news and not be in newspapers? Because when Batman v Superman happens later on, how is the world not aware of her by now? Right. Is that why they do that? I I think that's why you set it in the 1980s. Yeah. You show that she was around, she was doing stuff, but there's still, there's still something in between because I think in the movie Batman v Superman they said uh, why I think Batman says something too because why why weren't you around helping or something and I think I think she says I gave up on humanity years ago so something something like that so she's been there but she hasn't been there it's it's weird yeah but in the 84 like, yeah in 84 there's no way of kind of like other than being on the front page of a newspaper was there yeah. any other way of advertising that there's a superhero that float but someone has to film you they needed big cameras didn't they massive vhs cameras yeah yeah they could have been filming in a mall it's possible the thing, <laughs> is, is that... so, the thing that annoys me though okay is that you'll see that in that scene and in some later scenes she, she does this creepy shh thing to the kids yes. right yes but yeah. there's loads of adults watching they can see her <laughs> Why is she doing that to the kids? That's just creepy. If no one else has seen that except the kids, then fine. But it's yes. just weird. It makes me think that she's an entirely different hero from the 80s. This is not a, not a good one. It's a different time. It's, a, it's the 1980s. <laughs> it was before pre-COVID, right? It's pre-COVID. It was a different time. People were not as suspicious as you are. If oh, yeah, true. nowadays, oh, nowadays, yeah. if someone did that to a child, you'd be like, "Whoa, that person's got COVID." <laughs> <laughs> now, times have changed. But back then, we would have been like, "Yep, she could do that." She's yeah, she seems like a superhero. <laughs> yeah. So, so Diana, um, they they're doing this um, thing, but she's kind of like doing whatever she's doing. She's doing them all kind of on a low key and kind of secretly doing these things and helping people around there's bits where i think there's a car coming she kicks the car there's so she's always zooming in and out it seems like she's got super speed and she just kind of gets in there does the deed and jumps straight back out and then she goes to work as well in the meantime Mm. yeah i like all that stuff like she's it's like it's very much superman style like she's doing little things around to save yes um and i love that sort of thing yeah I thought you would bring that up, the similarity between this and Superman 2, I think. You know, where he's doing all this well, stuff. Yeah. It felt I mean, we'll like... We'll get to that story later, but yeah. Yeah. So it, it felt like that, you know, but she's she's wearing the red and blue, kind of, but really bright colours. She's helping the world. She's kind of doing whatever little things she can do to help. Which, and, but but she's learning. <laughs> she sure is yes <laughs> we'll come on to all of that at some point uh, so, so she stops these robbers who um, I was watching that scene and I was like okay so they, they ran out with the, the, the stuff they swapped which was great and then one of them he went from running to just going he flipped to the point where he was going to shoot a child he went really kind of like <laughs> he he went from zero to 100 so quickly didn't he and the guy drops his gun as well like you didn't even need a gun you were just the guy that was being handed off to yeah you went inside Don't have a gun keep you innocent you're supposed to be the innocent guy that just walks out 
anyway, then, then she comes, she, she beats them all up. It's great. Um, lassos <laughs> them. She uses the lasso a lot, which which is the first time we really get to see, because in um, the la- later films, like Justice League and Batman v Superman, she doesn't use the lasso as much, and not even no, in no. the first movie, because in the first movie, she they kept saying there's there's the sword, which is the God Slayer, and so she did that whole thing to get the sword, but realised she didn't need the sword. She can just fight a lightning man by herself. But in this one, she uses yeah. lasso for everything. She swings around, she's like lassoing them up, I felt a bit like you yeah. know Spy- Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. Yeah. You know the start of that, where Spider-Man's having some jokes mm. with the with the bank robbers swinging and swinging around. Yeah, it was good. That's that's probably why DC invented Wonder Woman with a whip, just to uh, <laughs> rip off Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't I don't think that was the case, but sure, sure, maybe. And and then we then then you know once she stops all of that, she meets. The typical supervillain, right? Did did you think when you saw Kirsten Wiggs with her glasses drop some files on the floor, did you think, ah, oh, supervillain? We've seen it so uh, many times. No. I mean, it's, it is a typical twist, but she never really went full on supervillain in her mind, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I, I, all I saw was, wow, this is a really stereotypical character. This is like, this I feel like the, the film is dating now to the eighties as well as the theme the actual yeah. location. Like are you really gonna have the 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 um the, like the nerdy woman who's who's uncomfortable with herself character? I mean I know people, you know, it's a real character. But it's it feels kinda of cliche at this point. It feels like it's always the case of it's well it could be um it was the, um Jamie Foxx in the amazing spider-man 2 where he's electro and he's like oh no one notices me and he's got the yeah exactly. the spider-man it's it, it it doesn't matter who it is male or female this it's just something that's used a lot i was going to go Chris through a Buster list of 2016 the nerd yeah exactly chris hemsworth you know nobody sees yeah. him like we see him um so yeah it's I'll, I'll go through a list of people who i think she's very similar to and i thought straight away jamie fox from Amazing Spider-Man not that long ago, which is disappointing because she's actually really good. She could have, mm-hmm. they, they could have maybe made her something else and then just become cheetah in the end. But yeah, we'll come back, we'll come into that when we get there. So they're going okay. through some stuff and they get this dream stone. Is it right. Dreamstone or Wishstone? Yeah, and it's got, it and, and Diana obviously can read it because she reads Latin. Um, and the guy who walks in and makes the first wish. He's um, he's really famous in the UK. He's in um, some great comedy shows. He's in something um, um, people. Oh, it's people who do nothing. Something like those. I'll have to find it out again. People who just do nothing. I think it is. Mm. Um, he's really funny, and he just literally asks for just just a cup of coffee. Yes, and that's how he knows <laughs> that it grants wishes. He yes, got coffee. he got coffee straight away. And it's people just do nothing. And the thing is, so um, he asks for the cup of coffee and he gets the cup of coffee and he says, mm, hot. So later on, mm. we find out that when you make a wish, there is a thing that you have to sacrifice for that wish. And so he must mm. have sacrificed comfort, <laughs> just maybe a little burning for a cup of coffee. Maybe, maybe. I did not think about that. <laughs> Because as as spoilers, that's, a hot take, movie, but that's that's it, yeah. But there are there are things that people are going to give up f- 
for their thing. So obviously Diana wishes for Steve Trevor. So in the trailers, uh, Chris Pine is all over the trailers and we're wondering how he came back to life because he died mm-hmm. in the first one. But it's because she wished him back to life. But she doesn't even say it out loud, which becomes a part of the law later on. You have yeah. to say it out loud. She just kind of says, yeah, I know what I wish for. She doesn't say anything. Am I no. right about that? Or did she, no, she did, yeah, she doesn't say it out loud, but the wind blows her hair when she makes the wish, which is so the, tell, so the yes. telltale sign that you made a we wish. It's happening, yeah. <laughs> and we see the um, watch start to tick forward again, so yeah. this timeline has continued forward. Exactly. It's And, um, and then um, Kirsten Wiggs' character, she wishes to be like Diana at that point, like pretty much all yeah. of her to be seen, as she calls it, because every supervillain who's had that problem just wants to be seen. Wants to be seen. Standing in a, in a window, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be seen. Where are you hiding? And, and so, yeah, yes. straight away you can see she's going to become <clears throat> a hero. <laughs> yeah, because well, that's what You know, she could have been a, she could have been a um, sidekick, and she becomes a kind of a sidekick for a moment. But... Obviously, DC has already written all of these stories and these characters, so we can't have uh, yeah we can't have her as an as a sidekick to Wonder Woman because in the comics she doesn't have a sidekick. So as far as I know, you can, you can always put one in, couldn't you? Because like um, in Captain America, Falcon plays a big part, doesn't he? In in the movies, mm. that is, and he's almost become his sidekick in the yeah. movies. And so did Bucky towards the Marvel, end. Though. Marvel know what they're doing. <laughs> Marvel will put anyone in anywhere, and they just and they'll they make it work. And I think here's a good example where you're right. Maybe if she was her sidekick, that would have worked. She was still very good. I, I thought she was really good in this movie. Because obviously we we love her from Ghostbusters and Bridesmaids. So yeah, we're big, we're big fans. She stepped it up. <laughs> now I mean, after a... the, all the controversy with Ghostbusters, it's nice to see her doing something. So hopefully she won't get too much flack for. She turns into cat at the end, though. Yeah. I, I think I mentioned Wait, that uh, on... Uh, and then, yeah, this is the trailers. Um, I yeah. saw Cats the Musical. It is literally oh, just... Um, so in Cats the Musical, there, there's no words. As in, they don't talk any of their lines. They're just singing constantly. So if you like that mm. kind of stuff, it's it's all right. But it's called cats and i expected them to be cats and they're cgi cats <laughs> i don't see that I, I didn't see the problem with that good or bad cgi they were cats some of it looks quite good some of it looks bad it's it's, it's yeah. fine it's fine i, I, didn't see I thought it's disturbing and i do want to watch it and, and if you told me you'd watched it we could have done a joint re- re- review of cats versus wonder woman well you know, I, cats cat- did better <laughs> shout out to now tv whenever you want to watch it cats is on there so we, oh, we could good. do we could do we could do half an episode on that and then i'll finish watching sonic and we can come back to sonic as well yeah that'd be a good combo actually yeah we'll remember so two, that one. Two, two cgi characters okay so we'll stop yeah. talking cats so she turns into cat at the end but you're right i think if she had somehow become um her sidekick which is what's Chris Pine becomes basically, doesn't he? He becomes a sidekick because yeah. she wishes for him, um, and then he comes, he comes to life, but not as the way you think. He took over someone else's body, like a like a fun buddy swap movie. He just takes yeah. over someone's body, and yeah, he's Chris Pining about. And Chris it's Pine's great. great. 
in this movie. I thought it was Quantum Leap style. Oh, yes. You remember the old... Of course. Absolutely, yes. Because you do some time travelling from the past to now, and then you're looking in the mirror going, what's the line from Quantum Leap? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you should have said. Oh, yes, you're so right. I think... I think maybe when when they were putting this together, they they had Quantum Leap in the background. Patty Jenkins and Jeff yeah. Jones are just writing away, and they're like, "Oh, this show's great, isn't it?" Like, and it was based in the eighties, <laughs> early nineties. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who uh, knows, Quantum Leap was um, a TV show where the guy would resolve an issue or a problem in that one episode, and by the end of it, he would then leap onto the next person, and every episode. Yeah he would leap into someone else's body and you wouldn't know who it is or what they had to do. But when he looked in the mirror, that's when he knew. Yes, he knew. He could see his own face in the mirror, the, the correct face, who, whose body he was in. Yes. So the whole of the rest of the episode, we would just see him as him and that's the same way it works here. So we get to see the original actor the whole time. Yeah, so... Um, he looked in the mirror at someone else. A fun little Easter egg in the movie. The guy whose body Chris Pine takes over is Gal Gadot's husband. So yeah, it's a fun oh, little thing. Okay. So, that, so to spoiler, let's jump to the end. There's a bit at the end where he's wearing a scarf and they smile awkwardly at each other, which you can tell he's not a trained actor, but he <laughs> he looked at her and she gives him this little weird awkward smile because that's a that's her husband and the the two kids that are playing are her daughters, their family basically. So yeah, wow. it's, a, it's a cool little moment. I don't think it's that awkward. Well, it's just. <laughs> It's just the way they looked at each other. In the, I think it's they're a, there to meet people, you know. They want to meet someone. <laughs> I think I think if 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 you film them day to day, it's fine. But you know when you put them in a movie and there must be what a set full of like 30, 40 people, put a camera on his face and say act, he'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. this is weird. <laughs> like I didn't realize my wife does this every day for a living. This is <laughs> it's not me. Fair enough. Um, so Chris Pine comes back to life. Based on a wish, um, and then Kristen Wood made a wish. Yeah. But at this point, you don't realize you have to give up something. I think that's not. No, we don't know that. Yet. So we don't know that, and anything uh, to have Steve Rogers back, that she has to give up anything. But afterwards, once I found that yeah. out, do you remember an episode, a Treehouse of Horrors episode of Simpsons, where they have this monkey paw? Yeah, I don't remember it, but yeah, the monkey paw gets mentioned. <laughs> Yes, um, so there, there's a monkey paw where, um, and, and, and they did it in Rick and Morty as well. Every time you make a wish, you have to give something up. And this, in the yeah. Rick and Morty episode, it's the devil. Do you remember, like, he gives you a cursed yeah. item, and then Rick's just uncursing yeah. them. And in, <laughs> and in the, the Simpsons, they have the same thing. So um, I think Lisa wishes for world peace. Maggie uh, wished for, like, a gold pacifier. And then Homer wishes for a sandwich, but it has no mayo. So every time you made a wish, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And so every time you wish something, you have to give up something. And that, that was that was their Treehouse of Horror. So I didn't clock on to that until towards the middle of the film when they were talking about what she had to give up for Steve Rogers. So initially, mm. I just thought, oh, Steve well, Rogers, he brought great. That's not what she gave, was giving up. She was giving up her powers. Not to realize that, not yet. You may have mixed up. I didn't realize she'd given up her powers until the car chase. You know, that was in order to get her wish of Steve Rogers, right? Yeah, so initially, I'm just thinking, Oh, great, she's got Steve Rogers. This you're allowed one wish on this wishing thing, 
Yeah. And I and one, I didn't. Everyone's one. And I didn't. I didn't realize that Max Lord, when he when he takes on the stone, and he becomes the wishing man, the wishmaster, like in Wes Craven's mm. horror movie Wishmaster, he could grant wishes, but he was taking stuff away. Initially, I didn't clock that he was taking stuff from mm. people. So he would grant yeah. them the wish, but then he would be getting his own own stuff from yeah. them. When that when he first started doing it, it was a bit confusing because he, he was just like, oh, you just go up to people, give them the wish, and then just take what you want. Where's that come into it? It wasn't until later on that it was explained. Yes. <clears throat> so that's when 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 I clocked onto that was when she was they were in the Middle East somewhere, and he's doing the oil business stuff, and mm. then when she's got that big car chase sequence which was pretty yeah. good which was good but not not as good as uh, the world war the trench the no man's land stuff that was that's incredible so necessary. this really that necessary didn't have much point to it but that was a car chase yeah. <laughs> that's a car chase and she's flipping good. she's flipping trucks and she's sprinting around and she's doing all that stuff again you know maybe better wonky cgi but it doesn't matter it was it was still it was still good and then that point where she got hurt that I realized that mm. ah, so she had to, and he, Steve Rogers says that to her. So for for that period of time, she got yeah. a wish of Steve Rogers, but she had lost something, and, and I guess Kirsten Wig had the same problem. She had lost something to become like her, and then there's mm. this incredible, the White House fight, which was really yeah. good, but it's very short. I think her she, and had, she had quite a lot of powers in that in that fight. She does. But I think it's her. Maybe it's her immortality or something because she'd get hurt and she was staying down, wasn't yeah. she? So she was bleeding and she's. So maybe she had. Yeah. Maybe it was slowly zapping her powers. I don't know. It, was, it looked like it was slowly, slowly leaving her, yeah. That's, that's the impression I got. But it wasn't very hard coded to the movie, that bit. No. Um, so Maxwell Lord, he becomes the Wishmaster and he goes around granting wishes. And, and it was. <clears throat> And it was at that point that I realized that this movie's gone from being a superhero movie to a really bad ripoff of Wes Craven's Wishmaster, <laughs> where he would, where he grants a wish to people and he takes away something. And I was like, ah, it, I just saw this quite recently, it, <laughs> Wishmaster. Isn't it, isn't it based on the DC comics, which were before the Wishmaster? <laughs> maybe, maybe, yes. You might be right. <laughs> I, I, I just think of it as movie lore, so you're right. So uh, maybe yeah, I didn't really know. I just, it, uh, but yeah. anyway, he, he's he's doing that. But he's, I think he's taking he, he's he's taking kind of bits and pieces from people, and it becomes clear as to what kind of his end goal is to just grant wishes for everyone, and it's and not then yeah. takes. But that becomes it's not, clear right it's at the not very just end. an artifact as well, which is nice. I thought it was like it was another artifact from a god, which puts it in line with all the so yeah. far what we've seen from Wonder Woman. So we had God of War in the first one, and now we've got God of Lies, sort of in this one. So that was nice. Yeah, what I would have liked to have seen maybe was you know like the the Wishmaster themselves, yeah, actually be the person she fights at the end maybe. Um, and not... a transformation like last one where everyone got annoyed <laughs> the, the, with the CGI. The CGI mess, yeah. Now I was thinking more like her and Cheetah band together to fight against the Wishmaster. Yeah, that would have been good too. But and obviously as a, as, more, as a mortal mortal, mortal man or something, I don't know, not sure. But yes, yeah, yeah we'll come to the end in a sec. So, so he's, 
he's now talking to the president and he's getting stuff from the president and he's getting like security details. He's making oil um, things and each time for the 80s. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's the get everything. You can get more, more, more sort of attitude, which is what 80s is remembered for, even though it's it's more true now than ever. Yes. He's got the hair for the 80s man. He's got the sleaziness of an 80s man. I think yeah. he did such a good job to kind of like get into the headset of what an 80s person that we, we see yeah. in movies now and we think is what the 80s was like. He did such a good job to do yeah. that. I, I didn't, like... see him, didn't see it coming that he was going to be, that it, was, it would have suited it all so well. It kind of looked just cheesy 80s at first, but it all melded, melded together so well. Yeah. And the same with um, Christine Week. Is that what her name is? <laughs> yeah. Like her part as well. I was thinking, this isn't realistic. I can't see a character doing that. But when you realise that she's lost, the thing she lost was her humanity. It kind of, oh, actually, that makes sense. She's she's actually acting well at this, and it and the the progress progression of her character actually starts to be good. Yeah, I think she gets to the point where you know she's she's having conversations with her fellow employees and she feels like an equal and she's kind of like she's loving the way yeah. her wish is turning out gals obviously loving that steve yeah. rogers is back but <clears throat> then they have that uh, uh the, the fight the saddest in... thing about all of that is that she just needed confidence to talk to people yeah well, that's all she needed she didn't need a wish no she could have just speak you know her and diana could have been best friends and then diana could have yeah. given her the confidence which is what Wonder Woman is all about in this. Exactly. You know, because I think like Superman, like he is a beacon of hope and he is our kind of like in the movies, he's the savior. Like he's going around rescuing people. People look up to him and all she needed was Wonder Woman to, if, if, if in the movies, Wonder Woman was like Superman where he's seen, because in, in Superman, the movies, yeah. Uh, not Man of Steel. He's actually someone that pe- people know exists. People don't know Wonder yeah. Woman exists. She just knows Diana Prince mm-hmm. exists. So if she knew there was someone out there who, you know, fought, fought for equality, who was helping people, may- maybe that would give her the hope that she needed. And then obviously mm. do the reveal that, you know, Diana, yeah. Diana reveals to her, look, I am Wonder Woman. Yeah, she could have been a techie. Techie, techie, yes, techie, uh, they could have built. They could have built a team, and then and, and they then they did for, for a split second. They then so you got your IT genius. You you've got Wonder Woman. Then you need <laughs> someone who steals cars, obviously. So you'd have Dominic Toretto. Then you'd have the funny man to so bring in Tyrese Gibson, and then this would become Fast and Furious. Amazing! Wow, How, do we Wonder did it? Furious. <laughs> Wonder, yes fast and fabulous i don't know fast and fabulous i love it these are great names we did it yeah. we, we brought the two franchises smashed them together you're welcome uh, um universal whoever it is. dc everyone all of you guys um so he he gets his oil um he's got a stun this is always like a thing oh yeah that this new thing about villains is we give them a backstory of some sort we show their tragic background, so we empathise with mm. the villain, um, and they show that towards the very end of this. But he's got a son who he who he kind of neglects in a way, but he loves at the same time. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, but he loves yeah, and it, he, and then. And there's a bit where we first see the son, and you, and he sort of, "I'm doing this for you." Like he doesn't 
necessarily say it exactly that way, but you get. I, I certainly got the feeling that he had a heart. He was actually just a failing man, and he just wanted to do get these all this best stuff for his son. And that obviously the son just wants the father to be exactly, yeah. to be around. That's all. But yeah, it, he obviously loses sight of that as a character. Yeah, I think he's because he's the wish master at this point. He just cares about granting wishes. He's not. He's, he mm. doesn't see anything further than that, so he's lost, kind of like his. Yeah. It, maybe maybe that's what he was giving up. Yeah, it was. It seemed like he it didn't exactly lose his son. I was wondering how what he was going to lose, how he's going to lose it, but he certainly lost sight of of what he was doing it all for. Yes. And that that becomes apparent towards the towards the end where his son makes a wish as well. But mm. um, so so they have a fight, and then uh, there's there's a bit where they get on an aeroplane. Uh, we missed that bit, but she makes it go invisible. That was pretty cool. She invisible yeah. jet. She just she I just mean, puts her hands together. That was together. a bit thrown in, but obviously <laughs> that's where it's like um, that's one of her classic moves from the comic books. She had an invisible plane, yes. so they had they felt like they had to put that in for some reason. And yeah. like with the whip, obviously it was it pays off with the whip a lot because that's that's from the comic books as well. And that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, the lasso. Yeah, but is it necessary? Like, she doesn't really use it much. Like, what well, the lasso just... or the invisible whip? The invisibility. Like, oh yeah, she, she... Just turned herself invisible and done some all sorts of different things. I'm not sure. She just kind she... of concentrates and does it. It, it yeah. does. It just seems a little bit off. I don't know. If she can do herself because you're right. She never in the movies in in this universe has she ever. Uh, made herself go invisible so i'm not sh- mm. yeah i'm not sure i i think she she said she she did it to a mug yeah so she she could do it to inanimate in objects but maybe she can't do it to yeah. people i don't know uh, but that's maybe we'll but find out in the next in the movie plane. when she's in the plane it's, she's invisible in the plane right so but the plane's invisible i guess you just have to put on a suit put on a suit and make that invisible I guess in, in, if they make it so she hasn't explored that power yet, yeah. and come Batman v Superman where they're fighting against um, yeah. Doomsday, it it doesn't matter, and Justice League. But now, yeah. if they make the next movie and it's based in the future, and she can use the power, we're like, okay, so now she's been, now she's learned how to build this power, which they showed us in number two, but she hadn't yeah. affected it yet. Otherwise, you would yeah, just say, yeah. in Justice League, why does she go invisible? Why did you see a whole Batman yeah, making go invisible with her? I think, I think uh, there's a there's a rule in cinema, in stories, in, all, in pretty much any story actually. I think, which is you can't really just introduce heroes with a power when you need them. You can do that for villains because then it's a surprise and it makes things harder. So yes. You can't do it for heroes. So I think they should have had her doing the mug earlier on somehow, so that you're introduced to it. Maybe uh, as a child. Yeah, maybe. After after she does the run, and somebody gives her a cup, <laughs> she, you know, like a participation trophy, and she makes it invisible. Or maybe she, or maybe she makes something invisible to like hide it because she's still cheating because she's a kid. Because <laughs> she's cheating. Hide together, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. The, the reason she could run fast the whole time is because she had invisible super shoes on that she made invisible so no one could see them. So, because the, pro- <laughs> the problem with her. Um, even Captain Marvel and Superman to an, to an extent as well. All of them, they're yeah. they're very OP. They're overpowered. So yeah. what can Superman they come definitely. up against? He is the OP. 
yeah so what can they do to kind of like take the power away so this the wishing was yeah. one aspect where it, it at this stage once once the the big car chase had happened we realized her powers aren't what they used to be so you've taken that power away so she's got to start doing yeah. something else she's got to think of another way of kind of combating it all and after finding Kristen wig who's got the same power set as she does she realizes that she has to give up steve rogers if she wants mm. to be wonder woman and she has to make yeah. the ultimate sacrifice in her eyes that's right and this is where the film gets messed up for me <laughs> i really <laughs> love the movie i have to say it's fun throughout but like but there is near the end it's a bit strange well like i don't well basically she renounces her wish eventually yes yeah yeah and that's i don't like all these people that that wish for stupid things and then end up with bad things happening why didn't they just renounce their wish and fair enough they didn't know maybe they didn't know that they could renounce it because it's not you know they're not in the know of that stuff but i feel like that kind of like if you can just renounce your wish it kind of messes up the whole story and i know the ultimate outcome is if everyone ends up renouncing their wishes and that's how it works but the story that I could see being set up there was wasn't that it was the setup that she had to destroy uh, Miss Wishmaster guy in order for the wishes to come undone, and then they'd yeah. all come undone, and that'd be fine. But then we've got this side thing where people can just renounce their wish, and the thing that uh, that was weird is where she learns to fly. As soon as she renounces her wish, she gets powers back. Yeah, and she learns to fly because of something called back from earlier right yeah so you're with me on this and she yes. goes flying after the guy who's in the plane and 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 christine wick as well is there and she's flying off because she can now fly because she's wonder woman she's learned to fly because of her boyfriend who she's just given up and she's got her powers back but then randomly she goes back and gets the suit like it doesn't like she goes from there to there and then for some reason she goes all the way back to the apartment and just in a single shot to get the suit that she didn't need because she had all her powers back, right? And I think she didn't realise she could fly just then. That's why she had the suit. The suit got the wings. The oh, she, flew, she flew first, then she but went back and got a suit that she didn't need. I think she was lassoing at that point when she, she wasn't flying. She was using the lasso on the lightning. She used the lasso and then she learned to fly in that moment. I and think then maybe she it was gliding. Again. Then she yeah. was flying, gliding. So she has learnt to fly, as far as I can tell, which is fine if you want it to fly. It's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to a Wonder Woman versus Superman now because they're both <laughs> at the right level. She can fly now. They're the same character, basically. He, but, she can run fast as well. But basically, the, going back for that armor stuff was completely pointless because, like, the, the armor is good if she'd lost her powers because then it would have given her a chance to fight. And also, yeah. it has wings, which presumably has some sort of flying ability so the idea being that she'd run out of her powers she goes gets the suit then she's powered up again because she's got this super armor suit yeah she can fly to the place she needs to get to she can fly fight uh what's the name um cheetah let's call it cheetah yeah. easier call her cheetah now yeah so she can fight cheetah um and then you know fight the big bad as well finish him off um, without any of that renouncing stuff being in, in play. So it's like they kind of mix two things together. Like they mix two stories together. Yes, I think I think you're right. I think 
if if they took her powers away and the only way to, for her to get her powers back is by defeating Wishmaster, then she goes, she gets the, the suit on and using the suit, she's able to fly to Cheetah and then using like as a child, she, she remembers, uh, you know, I have to improvise, I have to do other things because I don't have these yeah, power sets. Improvise, exactly. And then beat the big bad of Cheetah. That would have, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's. And that would have made more ending. sense, like you say, that you take away the powers and then she's got to do something else, like you say. Yes. Beat Cheetah. But then again, the and yeah, the way that it then plays out though with everyone undoing their wishes is nicer for the message of the story though, which is what Wonder Woman is all about for me now, which is like going back to the old school roots of having values rather than just show. So that we have the values of people giving up what they've wished for and renouncing their wishes. So that is nice. Yeah, I, th- I think w- then they have the big cheetah fight her and uh, and th- that's kind of like yeah. the film could end there and they, they didn't need Maxwell Lord. They could have just had a cheetah origin story and Wonder Woman story and that that's your one willing and that would have been enough. Or she could come up against... Um, Maxwell Lord, the Wishmaster, that could have been your movie. I felt like for Kirsten Wiig's character, I felt like the character didn't mm. have a lot of time as being Cheetah or being kind of she's just CGI'd right at the very end into a little. Yeah, cat. it wasn't like Again, she, this... she turned up earlier in the movie and she's a threat to Wonder Woman. It just felt like no. you know she got chucked in towards the end. It's 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 um shallow, isn't it? The the changes just happen so quickly. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like surface level changes. We could have seen her more character, yeah. For such a long movie as well. It's, but I it's did a... believe I did believe the changes when they eventually happened. I would have liked to have seen more of her. That's what I'm saying. Or more of yeah. Maxwell Lord. Pick one. Pick a horse and yeah, go with that together. horse. Which yeah. is why I think Maxwell Lord maybe you know they just should have just destroyed him at the end and then he could come back sometime. But yeah, who knows? But then we wouldn't have got that lovely reuniting scene. With his child, yeah, that's. But his child wished for his dad to but come he back. He didn't though, but he did wish. But he really had his wish because you had the. You remember earlier, he just wished for his dad to be great because that's what he wanted, and we saw the 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 air yes. flow through his yeah. face. Yes. So he really had his wish. So you can't have a second wish. Ah, I missed that, that bit. That's why yeah, I was thinking that, he's wishing for his dad. He's wishing that, and yeah, I thought, oh, he, that's why. It's one of those things where if if someone's on TV and they say, make a wish and I'll grant it for you, there must be so many people on TV wishing for so many things. Like, yeah, granted, it takes something away from you, but you don't instantly know what that thing is. So you might say, oh, I wish for, I don't know, someone who's got um, someone who's not well battling cancer to be good, to be well again. And you get a phone call from the doctors. Oh, they're, they're doing amazingly well. They've come out of the coma. Why would you re? Yeah. You know, give that up straight away. Yeah. That's what I, f- I thought. Like, I, th- about, I thought she was a little bit selfish well, because she got she yeah. got Steve Rogers. To be fair, I would have wished for him to come back as well. Mm. But after I've had my way with him, and then I give him back, and I gave up my wish, she can't instantly expect the whole world that he's talking to to give up their wishes straight away. It mm. was a bit like, okay, it's, it's convenient. It has to be done for purposes. <laughs> but yeah, it's like. Someone must have wished for something that they, you know, they saved someone or did something, and now you're telling them to give that up. 
Yeah, I mean the whole um, contact thing because of the, the um, particles. Uh, that was obviously a, a device, plot device for ease to get that to happen. Because obviously he has to have contact with the person making the wish. Yes. And they just sort of, oh well, these satellites mean it's contact. I'm not sure that's exactly how things work. If if satellites with with sending um, particles can can equal contact, then anything can equal contact because everything is in contact with everything else in the universe. It, it was a bit. It wasn't really necessary. And you know, also if someone had just wished for something uh, big enough, if there's that many people making those wishes at once, like all of that stuff building up to a, a uh, end that was about to come where the nuclear weapons were fired and everything. Yeah. Um, that was fun, but someone would have made a wish way before that to just destroy the whole planet. It would have all, all been gone already. Yeah. Someone was just it, like, I hate the Earth. Just, just I wish it was gone. Yeah. It just be gone. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a but weird one. For the movie, the movie is fun though. Yeah. And I do. I, I won't fault the movie for any of that stuff because it was all it was all fun and it was a comic book movie. As a classic comic book movie. Yes, it was. Yeah, in in those in this true sense, it is exactly what you want. So then, you know, she defeats Cheetah very easily. Everyone denounced, uh, you know, says we don't want our wishes anymore, and it seems like everything goes back to normal. So um, I assume everyone who died comes back to life because that guy wished for the um, pub owner or the cafe owner to die. He said drop dead. So yeah, I guess it, like it got it. undone. So if you although ask, he didn't actually say it, but. I think because um, because Wishmaster guy, whatever his name is, um, I think because he renounced his wish, it meant that everyone else's wishes were automatically renounced anyway after that point. Because if he if he's not the Wishmaster, then no one else would have got their wishes. So okay. even if they don't know that they need to unwish it at that point, it, it does undo. But then we've and got so the whole yeah. If, if you stood there, say, <laughs> I wish I had a gun, and with that gun you yeah. shot some people. Because yeah. he's now undone that, the bullets come out of those people and they come back to life. I imagine. That's well. That's another thing. I mean, how it was going to undo was kind of messy as well. Because if 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 they were going to destroy the wish stone, we didn't see the wish stone reappear. No. So, so we so technically, if he if he unwished it, then I guess the wish wish stone now exists again. Um, but if they destroyed the wish stone, then I was thinking, how is it going to work for the Mayans and all the other civilizations? Are they going to retroactively come back to life? Ah, uh, yes, because they all they, they all used everything. it as well. Yeah. See, in 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 the movie Wishmaster, the movie, um, yeah. at the very end, she uses her third wish to she wishes that the person who was working that day wasn't drunk because he was um, taking the artifact in the box and he was delivering that box. But he was yeah. drunk on the day, and the artifact crashed open, and you know the wishmaster thing came up, came to life. Yeah. So she unwished it. So I'm assuming that by him unwishing it, it just goes back to the state it was in before yeah. before he took it away. So it just go back to that. So it won't reset yeah, the whole thing. I think it just reset it to where he took it from. Yeah, but in this case, it didn't. It kind of it kind of got reversed, but people were still in place, thinking, "Oh, what's, everything's changed. It's going back now," which I think is a be- better way to resolve it in some ways. 
Because you can't go all the way back. Exactly. You can't just undo it all, which I was expecting. I was expecting an undo button. But they just kind of left it with like, oh, I take back the wish and now we're just left in a bit of a mess. But everything is mostly going back to normal. Yeah. I guess that it's going to take some work to get everything back to normal again. I mean, exactly. the Russians, the Russians and the Americas are still like, they might still press the button now because they've had that situation. <laughs> yes, it still exists. Yeah. It's the, it's the, uh, unless, I mean, it depends what you wish for. Because if you say, uh, I wish to have the nuclear codes on my lap mm. and the button so I could press the button, because I still want that sense of, you know, I've done that. If that's what you wish mm. for, you pressing the button isn't the wish. Your wish was to have that information readily available to you. And well, then you push All the missiles the... disappeared anyway. So. I know, dear. It's it's it, it's just it neatly neatly ended, but it was it was still it, it, it does a good job. I like it. Yes. I've heard some a lot of trash talk about this film. And like, the reason uh, why you like it is because it's Superman two. Yes, we have to talk about that, don't we? Like Superman two, he he goes up against people that have got his own powers, like Cheetah. Yeah. He he gives up his powers for love. Oh, sure does. Just like Diana Prince did. Yeah. Yeah, and then gets them back, of course, at the end. So, yeah, there you go. It's Superman 2. It's exactly the same. Is there the any same. other similarities? That's the I saw. So, um, so in the start of I've Superman... I've got no problem with that, by the way. No, no problem with that. <laughs> That's why I thought... I was watching the movie and I was like, oh, my God, Monkey's going to love this. Because it feels a lot <laughs> like Superman 2 where, you know, t- t- those, those main plot points in the main story arc seem very mm. similar. In Superman 2, he's always Superman. He's going out saving people. He's doing all that. And she does a similar yeah. thing at the start. She's she's helping, she's rescuing people. And then it follows this, a similar plot point where she gives up her powers. Superman does a similar thing. And then, you know, in pops a person who who they can't just defeat. They have to get their powers back. And then they have their powers back, have a big fight. They win. That's where Superman 2 would finish. But there's another yeah. half an hour at the end of Wonder Woman <laughs> where we have to... Oh, unless, we you have count, to... unless you look at it in the way where she didn't get her powers back anyway, then it's fine. Yeah. Well, and... man gets his powers back and then he has, he has to fight them still, so... He does, and yeah. he, she fights Cheetah. But then after Cheetah's finished, that's where the film would end. But he's still got to go and... Well, Wonder Woman's still got to go get Maxwell Lord and lasso yeah. him up and undo all the wishes. Yeah, and also there's another similarity is that they meet the president in both those movies as well. Yes, ah, yes, yes. <laughs> You're right. Which is cool. So to, to to be fair, like Gal does a good job. Chris Pine is really good. He he him and her have a really good kind of chemistry, and they bounce off each other really well. Um, yeah. Uh, Kristen Wiig was good as Cheetah, and Pedro Pascal who plays Maxwell Lord. He he's got this thing about him. He just looked like you know, um, just he he just fit into that era so well. He yes. was just like he's he's the kind of person who we've gone back in time. We've taken a person from what we think the eighties is, put him in this movie, yeah. and he is perfect Wall Street Gordon Gecko kind of person or Lex he's, Luthor back in nineteen you know in the old Superman. He's good. He, I mean, he, he plays it so well. Like he's, you you could easily go over the top. He kind of he does the good balance somehow. I don't know. You could go so badly wrong, especially knowing the DC 
um, how, how their record is so far. It could have gone so easily wrong. Yes. I felt so like well. the, the very end movie, the very end scene, not, not the mid-credit post, the, the mid-credit scene, the bit where it's all snowy and it's Christmassy, I felt like that yeah. just got added on to the end of the movie. Because originally, yeah. the movie would have come out in the summer of this year. So I don't, at some point, okay. maybe, maybe they filmed that bit with Gal, her husband and her kids to make it oh, feel yeah. like Christmas. Maybe maybe they just filmed each other on their on their phones and they just oh and they go and then, and, and, and then Patty <laughs> they, she sent it to Patty Jenkins and she's like oh look I'll shoehorn this into the movie I'll yeah maybe in. maybe but I think it's a good ending because obviously she's he's she's lonely and he's told her to move on um told you know told her there's plenty of more fish in the sea once I'm gone and then yeah I don't think she's necessarily getting with that guy but she's at least open now to maybe meeting someone and that was a I think it was a nice end scene just that she could smile at someone feel happy with someone else and have the potential to meet someone if that's if that's part of what her dream is then no you disagree <laughs> no no I, I hear what you're saying I just yeah it's 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 just it is what it is it's fine there's nothing also the, the thing I also like about the movie, uh, another thing about the wishes, is um, it's, it's that whole, uh, you're allowed to make three wishes, and then yes. you say, I just, I wish for more wishes. No, I don't think you can make three wishes, he, he just gave you but one this wish. Is, this, this is one wish, yeah, it's just like, but you know, like, when you've got a, a, a genie in a lamp and you have to make three wishes, and yeah. someone just says, I wish for infinite wishes, and that's basically what this movie does, is, is like, you only get one wish, but he gets around it by saying, I wish to be the wish master. Oh, no, sorry. He was the taxi driver. You know, the taxi driver in the movie and he runs uh, out okay. the car. That's that. That was her husband, not not the guy at the end. I, th- I uh, the oh, okay. children, the children were hers, though. But you're right okay. about the wishes. But he makes the <laughs> wish to have all the wishes to but grant the wishes. Yeah, exactly. But, he, but he's, he only gets one wish. And his yeah. wish is to be the wish granter so that he can yeah. then get the other side of each wish. Which is very smart because you can't wish for infinite wishes. That's not. That's not. That's but cheating. in do, doing self, he, he was his health was deteriorating. So that was the thing yeah. that he was giving up. Uh, but then he was getting things from other people. When he as they wished, he would then get the satellites yeah, and then he'd yeah. take their organs or take this or take that or whatever. So he still had a big price to pay for taking becoming oh, yeah. the wishmaster. Oh, definitely. It wasn't a good plan. It didn't work out. But I just thought it was quite good in that way like well how's he gonna use it he only gets one wish what's he gonna wish for yeah oh he's wish he's wish for this thing that gives him kind of infinite wishes just by telling other people to wish for it and then stealing stuff yeah i think i think that's the right way to do it if you want to be the infinite wish person it's a good kind of loophole (laughs) where you can still get something out of it and it and it's a flawed loophole which makes it good obviously Yes. Yes, definitely. So, so um, uh, anything else in the themes of the movies, or should we give it a rating yet? Yeah, let's give it a rating. There is there is some controversy, and there's things that people were talking about, but okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if we, that? or well, should we do that after? The only <laughs> but, see, see if it sways you in any way. Um, no, let's just let's just give our uh, our response. So. Based on our classic rating, first. rating system, what, where do you put this? Uh, for me, it's a four star. 
you go you, so you would say go in the cinema for those yeah. who can and those have access to go to the cinema and watch yes. it that's my guy monkey's recommendation on wonder woman 80 1984 safety, safety regulations apply safety regulations go to the cinema but safety. <laughs> yeah small print what about yourself a streaming service i don't think it was i think it's one of those watch at home that's kind of yeah it's not even pay money on VOD and buy Blu-ray. Oh, just I, watch it on your I HBO you Max. It. You just told me how all the all the actors are so great. There's great action with the whip. I know. I told you all the it's good bits. Classic but superhero movie. <laughs> okay, now okay, now we've done that. You now have to tell me all the bad points. Okay, so, that so the things that I didn't like. That, that other I, controversy. I, I didn't like. I didn't like Wishmaster. I felt that. You didn't like Wishmaster. I, did, just, I didn't like. It. I know. Uh, no, I didn't like the Wishmaster movie, so I didn't like this. Um, oh, I didn't felt like. like <laughs> I think it's because you know when you. I felt like when I was watching it, I kept thinking of something else, and I think maybe that was the wrong way of thinking it. So when yeah. I watched Kirsten Wiggs' character, I'm thinking Jamie Fox from Amazing Spider-Man. So I'm not liking the film. Then he becomes the Wishmaster, and I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Uh, she loses the powers. Yeah. That was quite interesting. I like that bit. But then, Superman you know, all, all, all she has to do is, yeah, and I, I, I'm not a big fan of Superman 2 like you are. I think it's okay. I know you love it. But um, so I was watching Superman 2 and I was like, I, I like, like the it. I original cut. Yes, yeah. I know. We talked about that in the uh, earlier podcast. Um, and then, so I did like, I did like the way they Kirsten Wiggs, the typical supervillain where she's this nerdy they make her out to be she wears yeah, glasses that, that she drops paper on the floor yeah. and i was just like oh, we've seen this just make oh. her a normal person that's one thing i don't well, like not normal but just a person i thought you've reminded me what's well done of something i can dig i can go into the film and that's the the superpower of wonder woman that also kirsten wig um inherits their superpower is being attractive to men <laughs> And they're just wolf whistling and they're just <laughs> yeah. calling them up all the time like that. Is what kind of a, a, a power is that? And where did that come from? That that was icky. That's weird. And that whole idea of oh, I've made a wish. Now I can just wear my wear my uh, pull my trousers off and just sort of wear my top as a, a dress. And now I'm sexy. sexy Take my glasses girl. off. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazing now. Like it had some very weird sort of shallow messages in those parts. Which is a shame because you know there's some good messages in the movie. And none of them were carry good. on. <laughs> so yeah, so so those kind of things that kind of like um, I didn't like that those two villains because neither of them got got uh, more yeah. because Cheetah for me I think could have been a standout villain. Yeah. And and they could have introduced in a better way. I accept none of that. This, none of this wish stuff. She could have just been Cheetah, given her a different origin. However, it happened. But just come up against her would have been enough. Yeah, a that good last... strong yeah. supervillain. I agree. That last, the last whole scene, the battle could have been towards one big, big fight. Yeah, and if they just had to just kill Thingy really easily, that might have worked. It would have just been Cheetah focused. That would have been good. Yeah, maybe if they had uh, Maxwell Lord, forget his end goal. But those two just make the wish early on. And then she, mm. um, Gal Gadot, realizes that her her powers are depleting somehow. And she undoes it, maybe at the halfway point of the movie. Mm. Um, as in, she they destroy the stone. 
So she thinks she's undone everything. Yeah. But, you know, Chris Pine yeah. is still around. And that's when we introduce Cheetah at the halfway point in the movie. Exactly, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know how. And then, you know, it's just one it's just one villain. We get the Wish stuff done early if they want to introduce this Wish Master. Get him done and done early in the movie and he's finished. Mm. And then just concentrate on these two better, more fleshed out characters. Yeah. I mean, if they couldn't undo, if they couldn't renounce their wishes and they just had to kill what's his name and then all the wishes that he granted had gone i guess they would have destroyed the actual stone itself so all of the wishes would have been undone but i was thinking if he didn't if it was just the wishes he granted then uh cheetah could still survive as yes that's what i was thinking yeah if they if they could have had but then cheetah exactly yeah (laughs) but she she, i think what they could have done they could have destroyed the thing but still not realise why or where cheetahs come from. Yeah. Um, and not realise oh, till later so, on, yeah. you know, uh, that, you know, it's because, and then she, you know, she gives up her wish, gives up Chris Pine, and then you have the big thing, and she's trying to force her to give up her wish. And then, you know, it just comes down to, like, these two people, not the whole world, you know, this messy kind of, like, how do you yeah. undo this and undo that? And it's, you know, uh, you know he's taken the, the, the wish master's, the stone you've stopped him really early into the movie and that he not him but she's created herself to become the super villain in that time and that's it and then let's just concentrate on that character yeah i felt like she basically could give more yeah there was not enough time for that for the two villains especially by the end they were, they were no. crammed in i agree um but i think i hear what you're saying basically it, it wasn't a marvel introduction movie and that's your problem <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you wanted no. one, one, one introduction at a time, building no. to a bigger universe. So, so in, in, in Captain America: Civil War, right, you get Crossbones right at the very start of the movie, and they deal with Crossbones, and he's finished. Then you get, um, then you get the Baron who kind of unleashes um, the Winter Soldier, um, and then Black Panther's introduced, and all the other characters, and they're trying to stop. Winter Soldier, and then you know you've got the fraction of the two teams, and in the end it's just a fight between you know Winter Soldier, Cap, and Iron Man. Yeah. That's it. That's all it has to be, not um, up, up against another supervillain or anything. Because Black Panther just walks up to him, taps him on the shoulder, and you know they've got the yeah. villain. And they they could have they could have done like that where Wishmaster, you know, Kirsten Wig somehow touches the stone and she touches the stone. They make the wish early on. And she stops Wishmaster, yeah. then in, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, yeah. or an hour into the movie. No. Yeah. And we didn't even realize that her and Kirsten Wig had made those wishes. And, so, yeah. and you know, therefore, that you can just fun. concentrate on the one villain and actually yeah. really flesh them out. Because now she's defeated Cheetah, and that's another villain gone. Because God of War could have been a really good villain if they'd kind of had the time to flesh him out. Um, yeah. And he could have had his own movie, and the similar with this, they could have had a cheetah movie yeah. where they could just had her. End. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Other than that uh, White House sequence, which was really good, where the two of them fight, the, yeah. the CGI mess in the dark. Because you know when you know when they run out of money on CGI, I feel they were pitch dark, <laughs> and they try and make it so. Oh, look how cool this looks! Just turn the it's lights dark. on. We just want to see it in broad daylight. We want to see what they look like. Yeah, I mean. I'm an advocate for seeing less in some time, in some places, but yeah, 
this but in that case you just need to see more or see better i don't know it was it was a it was a lackluster final battle. Yeah, that, that's for sure. So um, yeah, so that that's my problem with it more than kind of, and obviously she got her wish and she was able to keep Steve Rogers around for quite a while while she just expects yeah. the world to give up whatever they wanted. You don't know what yeah. someone's wish for, so it's so all of that was just that's, you know, <laughs> and those I tropes. Say, I say so, the overall film was marvelous. It's just the last ten minutes was terrible. It, it did what it had to do to finish yeah. the movie. Yeah, and, you had to just and tie it finish up. it in the way that it had to end for a nice ending, um, and that I guess that's the best we could have hoped for. Because what else are you going to get at the end? There, like, it was quite a long movie as well. So how much more would they had to add? They could have cut a lot of this out. To, we, we could we could have made it into tight two hours, <laughs> to cut it all out. Yeah. So the the only controversy that I found, which I thought it's not really controversy. But it okay. is because some people just like to moan. Is obviously um, yeah, Steve Steve Rogers. Um, yeah. She wishes for Steve Rogers to come back. There's nothing mm-hmm. there, and he obviously embodies a just a man, just but not himself. Yeah. So he's it's him in another man's body. Yeah. yeah. And so 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 the multiple critics have been like criticizing putting him into into someone else's body. It's movie. like a dangerous situation because you're using that person's right. body. Without consent. Yep, not really, because you are that person now. Well, I mean, you're it's, not, it's are not, you? It's not about consent. Come on, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I know this is it's a comic book movie. It's, it's a crisscross movie. You know, you <laughs> it is play. exactly. It's body you swap. You've got now. You do the best you can with it. <laughs> it's, I it's, thought that it would have been at least like, oh, you, you should have. They should have showed the, the actual man um, character. They should have had him as the actor throughout. Because that's what he actually looked like. I would have, I would have accepted that at least. But, but then you've got um, Wonder Woman's line, which is where she says, "I just see you, yeah. I see you as you." So that's why we get seen that way throughout. So as as, as an actor, actor, Chris Pine, actor. Chris Pass was doing a great job. He was just like being yeah. himself, being fun, helping Wonder Woman, even in the White House scene. Like he's he's doing bits that they, they make a really good team. Like this is where uh, yeah. maybe if Cheetah was a Wonder Woman sidekick, like you said, two, mm. but not overpowered, whatever, yeah. however they're powered, and against one villain, yeah. the two of them could be bouncing off each other really well. Yeah, and it, he was always in danger when she's around. When he's following her around, he's he, she's, he's always an extra danger for her. She's always having yeah, to keep yeah. an she eye out, to, yeah. having to save him, which is nice because if if he was still around. Which she isn't now. He's gone. Unless they bring him back a third time, bring him back every movie somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just wish yeah, him back. When we talk about unlimited power and like OP heroes, it's when they've got someone they need to keep alive as well that they're pressed. Sometimes, you know, if you just take your eye off the ball for one moment, your your love of your life could be shot, could be killed. So I think that's a good thing that they can use in in op superhero movies to keep them grounded yeah and keep their power powers limited like the same with uh when she like saves the kids on the on the well a few times but on the car chase she just sort of stops everything just to what to take some kids that are randomly unbelievably playing out in the middle of this road <laughs> they've got a whole wilderness they could play in uh, but she she swings out and saves them like that's like she, she's got that other thing in her mind she wants to save people and that will 
sometimes hinder her, as it does Superman, I think, sometimes, in the in the 80s movies, at least. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, that, that was my rating on... Um, Okay. It wasn't that good. So, um, so just quickly. So, <laughs> for for me, Wonder Woman one is better than Wonder Woman two. Where where would you put the two of them? Which I would put better this one above Wonder Woman, because um, yeah, I mean it was a good intro, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, a bit slower paced, I guess. The, the the main action was the 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 scene where people were kind of where it was kind of shitty um, CGI. But she got a lot more action that was good in this one, and it was just fun. It's fun comic book movie, all all round. All the all the different characters, even though you can tie them to other things and say, well, maybe they're stereotypical, maybe they're boring. I don't know, but they're all just fun, super, uh, yeah, superhero movie type stuff going on. And yeah, it, like you say, I love Superman the '80s movies, and it brings yeah. me back to that time, just like the first one did. In some places, it brought me back to that. It was only really near the end that you it really brought that home in the first one, but in this one it's throughout that sort of superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got just a, a couple of minutes. So I thought let's quickly do this. I'm gonna run yeah. through the people who were nerdy, wore glasses, dropped stuff on the floor, and became supervillains. Okay. And you got to okay. rate them as good, being Wonder Woman two, because you said Wonder Woman two is better than Wonder okay. Woman one. So they're either Wonder Woman one. Terrible or Wonder Woman two, really good. That's your okay. scale, okay? Yeah, that, that is the scale. So the first one was Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> as Catwoman in Batman Returns. Uh, I can't even remember. Um, uh, I guess I'll just give it a Wonder Woman one because because of those movies in general. <laughs> it wasn't memorable. Jamie Fox as Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man two. Oh man, dubstep man though. Yes, dubstep man. <laughs> Every time he walks, he just makes dubstep noises, which is brilliant. I'm going to give him a, a Wonder Woman too. And then Jim, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Um, the Riddler. Again, it's just that set of movies. They're great in some ways, but not in others. I'm just going to give him Wonder Woman one. Uh, and then Poison Ivy. In... Same, same. Same set. Same set. And then um, <laughs> do you, in Iron Man 3, Guy oh. Pierce's character. Who? Guy Pierce's character. In, in, so in Iron Man 3, there's a guy who Tony leaves outside on the rooftop over New oh, Year's. Yeah. And he's yeah. wearing like glasses and they make him look all nerdy again. And, you know, yeah. he got he had one. a running. Wonder yeah. Wonder Woman 1. <laughs> and then they, they put on this list... Um, they put Harley Quinn on this list, but um, I, don't, I don't really see okay. how that would oh, be the case. Start off, well, she started off as a nerdy... Wasn't she like an intern in a psychiatric she, she, hospital she, or something? She, she's a, the actual um, doctor, yes. Yeah, so she, she does start off nerdy. Yeah. Um, but in what movie does that appear, really? In Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. Um, I'll give her a pass. Go ahead. Even though Suicide Squad is terrible. And Dr. Octavius in Spider-Man 2. Oh, Dr. Octavius is classic. He is, and he's, 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 he's the only good one. He's the only so good yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's so <laughs> many that... Um, when I, the first thing I thought when, when I saw her was... Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, they but put that yeah. on the list. No, they didn't. Um, Nerd, the fir- he was hated by everyone. So the first thing, I, I, first thing I thought was when I saw her do all of that, I thought... 
Jamie Foxx in Amazing Spider-Man. But then yeah. when I saw the list, I was like, oh yeah, Uma Thurman as well. She was, and even even Catwoman and Jim Carrey, they they all played pretty much the same origin. It's just this person Crazy. who goes to work, puts on glasses, <laughs> and something happens to them, and they're just yeah. not being looked. I mean, look, it makes and, no sense. I mean, from comic book terms, like surely those those are made for nerds in some way. I don't know. <laughs> they shouldn't. They shouldn't be putting this type on people. No. But certainly from Hollywood, that you can understand that they love just making the nerdy guy the failure. I mean, it's very American as well, isn't it? It's like yeah. the American uh, high school with all the different uh, cliques, and there's always the nerdy group and the and the jock group. And it, the reality is just not like that. It's no. it's more varied, more nuanced. You don't become a villain just because you're a nerd. I mean, that's it's basically it. It, uh, it sells itself to the stupidity of of the masses, almost like, yeah, you you should be afraid of smart people. They they're gonna they're, they're terrible. Which in some ways is true, but not in the sense that they're trying to say. I mean, it's only true in the sense of how much technology we create and then how we're not responsible for it. It's more it's more about the stupid people not being responsible for it, though. I think. Than the smart people that make the smart technology. Yeah, but it's just, no it's offense just to a, anyone that thinks it's, it's, about them. It's, it's a terrible trope in movies. I just don't yeah. like it. So, um, yeah, other than that, yeah, absolute classic, right? <laughs> I love it. Streaming love service. <laughs> streaming service. I didn't like it. I don't know why. Streaming service too. That's terrible. Right? That's... I mean, come on, you at least VOD that, did you not? No. Are you disappointed you VOD it then? Do you feel I think so, yeah. I, f- I feel you like... Feel, um, do you feel cheated of your money or do you yeah. enjoy it? Because, no, I, I felt like... Uh, I think if I'd watched it in the cinema, it may have been different, but Wonder Woman 1 was a s- simpler there we go. story, that's, I think that's which, wasn't, well. which wasn't like cram-packed with lots of random bits that they're trying to do here and there, uh, and just just weirdness. Um, and the, the ending, as bad as it was, at least it ended after that time. It felt like, you know, she's had a CGI fight with Cheetah and now she's got to go on TV, renounce your wishes and stuff. And then the, then yeah, it ends. Just, it, it was just, yeah, I don't know. I, what? I think you've just missed the cinema. <laughs> you, for a big action movie like this, you need a big screen. Yes. And you, I mean, you didn't get your big screen. No. So I think you need to make it a four star in order to see it the way it should be. <laughs> you need to Which go is, to the cinema. No, it's not going to happen now. I, it's not a film that I, I watched and I'll go... You know, despite all of its flaws and problems, I'll still go watch it in the cinema. Yeah, it's a question of would I watch? It, would you watch it again? And I would like to watch it again, but I would. It would. I'd have to wait a little while first, and I'd like to watch it with Wonder Woman for one, and then Wonder Woman two again, just for that experience. Put them together because I like to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how much? How much you would want to see it again? Is is a more difficult question. I still, I still rate it highly. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. Um, so yeah, so that's that's what we thought of Wonder Woman 1984. How can they contact us? Uh, I don't know. Are we on the internet yet? <laughs> Hope, hopefully, this is, is on, on the, the internet. internet. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, my guy reviews at Instagram, Twitter, at Gmail, all the stuff that's in the description below. So, because sometimes there's an underscore in, in in between, so it's best just to look at the description. Um, but yeah, please do like, subscribe, uh, review. Even if it's a bad review, just give us a review. It all counts. 
Um, yeah, exactly. That's the most Getting contact so we know we've got one listener still. Yes, always good. <laughs> Brilliant. Good yeah, so th- thanks for listening. Uh, as, as you said, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, the more friends and people you tell, the, the wider the, the listenership gets, which is amazing. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. And goodbye. Bye. <laughs>